1: The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
2: is your reward.
0: Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
3: Right, on this chilly Tuesday afternoon, Chad Cameron, John Rich, it is 94 WIP. A lot of conversation, obviously, about the birds. As they gear up for the playoffs, don't know yet who they're going to play. First game that they play could be Tampa, could be Dallas, could be the Giants, could be Seattle. Chances are it'll be Dallas or Tampa. And uh, some conversation today centered around that. Really a lot of conversation also centered around the reality that they have not played their best football lately. And that there's been a lot of negative chatter as such. And so for more on that, we turn. Of course, she joins us every single Tuesday at this time. And let me say that right now, this segment is sponsored by Comcast Business Complete Connectivity. And we welcome Rhea Hughes to the show. Hello, Rhea. Hello, guys. How are you? Well, we're trying to fit We're good. We're okay, but we're trying to figure out has the level of concern expressed about the Eagles been warranted or a little over the top? What says you? I,
2: I always have a rule that by Wednesday I'm more modulated mm-hmm. because you know. And, when- it, ain't- and it ain't Wednesday. <laughs> and it's not yet. Wednesday no, yet. It's, it's not. not Wednesday yet. I-, I mean, I go back to it when I look at it. They're fourteen and one with Jalen Hurts, yeah. so. You know, when you watch the game as you watch it on Sunday, it was dreadful. <laughs> yeah. It was dreadful. But, you know, as you begin to see what they were probably doing, they probably not the defense, because I'm still, you know, I'm not a Gannon guy. Um, but I get what they were doing offensively. So I understand that. A, a little, little peekaboo, bit you mean? Like yeah. like hiding
3: hiding jail and you bit? know,
2: they didn't want to they, they yeah. didn't want him to run, that's obvious. They wanted to see how his arm looks, so let him get out there, and throw. I didn't love the nine passes to start off the game with. Um, but I, I, I understand it a little better. Like I said, I, I kind of – I always have a rule in my head by Wednesday. I'm a little more level-headed.
3: Yeah, no, I get it, and that makes sense. I mean, here's the deal, and everyone can weigh in 215 592 John, the, the conversation yesterday on our show, on the station, and around town was pretty strongly negative. I mean, you heard Rhea's description of the Eagles-Giants game. It was – I don't think it was quite that bad, but it, it was far from stellar. Yeah, They secured the one seed, but it was in an ugly fashion. It it, it followed an ugly month. I mean, it was four straight weeks where they didn't play great. Um, I think the level of concern expressed, though, has been unwarranted because I do – and I know you said earlier, I have hope. Yeah, I have hope. I also have belief that they will be able to get this thing back on the tracks.
4: And when we had people call yesterday uh, to defend the Eagles, hey, don't worry, things are good – the number fourteen was always thrown in there. Yeah. This team's fourteen and three, yes, but that team that we just saw against the Giants is not a fourteen win looking team, and the team we saw the week before lose to the Saints yeah. is not a fourteen win looking team. The Saints
2: was more well more concerning from a lot of things, but it was Minshew. I mean, I, I won't. You know, yeah. He was bad,
4: and the and the Cowboys that was Minshew also when he turned gave, no. gave the ball away repeatedly, but against the Bears. Things were starting to slow down, and I, I remember feeling worried. Holy cow. Like, is this Bears defense really this good? And, and then and people made excuses. It was, oh, well, it's really cold. Jalen said he couldn't feel his, mm-hmm. his hands. So how do you play football if you can't feel he- Look, everyone's playing in the same weather. Everyone at this time of year, if they're worth their salt, they're playing their best football. And I don't think we are. Well, they're not. Now, Clearly not. Now that can change. We have two weeks to get that remedied. And I do believe that this coaching staff, they, they know they've got a lot of work to do. But some of the weaknesses, like the, the offensive line, the situation in pass protection, we don't know if we'll have Lane back. we we think we'll have Lane out there and we know he's going to give it a a try and we believe in his toughness and his want to, but if he's physically unable to do this, we're going to have some issues and teams are going to light us up and they're going to come after Jalen Hurts and we have to hope that he's physically well enough to do what he did not do in this last game, what they did not allow him to do in this last game, which is be Jalen Hurts. He's why this team is as great as it is and if he's limited in any way, Remember what it looked like last year and it, for the, the last third of the season yeah. when he had the ankle injury and it just wasn't quite right. Jalen needs to be right, and they need to call the game to let him be right. And th- there's a lot of variables there.
3: Well, there are. Look, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four for everyone to weigh in. And whether you think the level of concern that's been expressed, and I would say at least 50% of the calls yesterday were negative in nature. Is, is that warranted or, or unwarranted? I'll say this. The, the, the fact, John, that you rolled out about two months ago that, that no team has won the Super Bowl that was the last undefeated team within a regular season since the 06 Colts was, number one, stunning, number two, concerning, and number three, something that we, we simply should not lose sight of. Parcells said years ago, and it's an often quoted comment because it's true, you are what your record says you are. But here's the thing about the Eagles' record. It's not 14-3 and three anymore. It's 0-0. Mm-hmm. Now, they have an advantage against the other 0-0 teams in the playoffs. They, they get to skip a game, and when they play in the first two games they play, they get them at home. But, you know, 14 and like what they were in September and October and November, the only thing that manifests really is the skip a game in the home field. Now it's about what you are moving forward right and it's not about whether you won a game in september or october and how you looked in winning it so look we'll see where everyone stands 215-592-9494 by the way sirianni on the Eagles slipping and clearly they have slipped what he said to angelo yesterday we'll get to that audio because that was uh, intriguing we'll get to that shortly phone calls let's talk to ron in new jersey right now hi ron gentlemen hold on let me take you your speaker you got it
5: ron all right, how we doing today. Ron, you concerned, buddy? What do you what do you make of this? Yeah, you know, I I'm a little concerned only because of the way I saw us play the Giants. Um now I don't know, you know, I mean, it's it's been a long season for these guys. I understand that. And I also understand, you know, we've got a couple key pieces missing, obviously. Well the biggest key piece being Lane Johnson on that right side. Um, so I'm sorta of giving him a pass for that. But against some of these backups and we have our first, you know, group out there, I, I I really thought they got handled on the offensive side of the ball. And I just – that worried me a lot, especially, you know, going into the playoffs and protecting Jalen.
4: Yeah. Well, they, they have to put that out of their mind. The, the, the Jalen injury cannot uh, dictate the way they call the game and the way they block things up front. You know, they blocked. Oh, yeah. They blocked it. They, the, our offense blocked the the RPO stuff. It wasn't even RPO. They blocked the the zone read stuff completely different against the Giants than we did the whole rest of the year, and it limits our effectiveness. That that is for sure. And and in two weeks, we just have to hope that they can put the injury out of sight and out of mind with Jalen and let him unleashed. Because that's that's the way we have a chance to win this whole thing.
5: Yeah, and Joe, before I, I, I give you uh, my what is a joke, John, to your point, now let me ask you a question just to what you said that just made me, me think of this. Do you think that because they asked them to do something that they have not been accustomed to doing to protect Hertz more that that kind of got them out of the rhythm? sure
4: yeah that's possible I mean, it's it's new plus it's they're new just
3: run they're not as good at it
5: the reason they run the yeah. offense the way
3: they run it typically is because they have figured out that it's what they're best at
4: and it's also part of why they're not good at pass protection because they've gotten away from it so much because they run yeah. play action and they run rpo protection where you're basically run blocking we're out of practice ron give me this give stuff. me a
5: great answer man what's a joke? Yeah, well, just one thing for Richie real quick, and he'll he'll know what I'm talking about, and James will too. Uh, uh, John, don't forget uh, when uh, um, it was off on Friday – we got to ask about the Amy from Villanova and the party and how people oh, were invited. Oh yeah, I forgot is that? about that. That's a great call, Don't by forget you. about that we
3: were we supposed, supposed we were to play call for out. you and we totally forgot. S- sounds Ron, like a gonna... great job. Sounds like I wish this was forgotten.
6: It's
7: a I'll get <laughs> ad- a good
3: theory. I'll address whatever I need to answer in a second. <laughs> Give
5: me something that's a joke other than you annoy me, Ron. Uh, okay, Joe. I still totally love you. <laughs> hey, uh, what I think is a joke and it has been for a number of years is watching movie trailers on tv that show you the whole movie you go watch the movie and there's nothing that you could not have seen on the trailer and you just wasted a whole bunch of
2: yeah money. showing too much sometimes That's a great answer
5: yeah sometimes
2: not all mel gibson movie conspiracy theory many many years ago yep i remember Give watching, me back my son yes yeah. i watched the trailer and then i went watched the movie and i went i didn't need to watch the movie wow it was literally the entire movie did you
3: did they show a hug between him and his son at the end like they're reunited
2: i don't know if they did that in the trailer that might be yeah. the only thing i missed but i was so annoyed watching the whole movie going
3: yes <laughs> like, but james you-, you got the premise that he was without his son there for <laughs> yeah for about an hour and a half yeah, yeah. all right so what's the ray you'll you'll and i think you probably know this just i've heard i've there's heard often, you know, there's often there's often controversies yes. around here john james what's the issue Going back to last week, what did this so guy, I
6: so Nick Earnshaw was the producer. I'm I'm checking to see where he saved the call. He was supposed to save it. I'm not 100 percent sure he did. We could just yeah. tell you the theory. The theory was a caller called up and said the reason that you decided not to invite us to your 30 person party, Rhea, if you didn't know, Joe had a New or Year's New Year's Eve. Eve party. I heard yes, but I thir- wasn't invited either. Yes, 30 yes. people. Yes. you know the two people hanging out with me every day for the last six years not yeah. invited. Uh, the theory being that you know with John and I there, you know, being on the show with you, having you know a a profile, so to speak, or whatever, that you didn't want any of your luster stolen for the night, having oh. like, John Ritchie there, and everyone's like, oh, my God, look, it's John Ritchie. I'm going to go talk to John Ritchie. That's so cool. First off, That you were no. a little like, eh, this is my party. No,
3: no, no, no. <laughs> it's my party, and I'll carry the luster if I want to. <laughs> no, that is as, as absurd a theory as I've heard in a long time. Uh, first off, let me be very clear. Ritchie walks into a room, and I'm in the room, he steals no luster from me anyway.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, here we go. So that's write these notes down. So
3: that's <laughs> rule number 1. Rule number 2 is um, no, that was that was not not in play at all. My my by the way, my with my friends, denied, you know, denied, my denied. friends from high school and college, I have Rhea, yeah. no luster. Um so just just so, no. Th-
2: so you had a party. Now let me you Were there mm. any work people at your party?
3: Uh one.
6: Oh, we didn't know this. But it's
3: but it's only because she's friends with Amy. So that's oh, a, that's okay. a that's a different oh, scenario. No, okay. So so uh, to be very clear, I like to generally speaking separate work situations and non work situations.
2: I wouldn't invite Angelo to a party. I go. did once, and he sat on the couch yeah. all night long, and people had to greet him. Never moved from the couch. No, no, John, not lying, for two and a half hours, his wife was the life of the party. Walking around, talking to everybody, he never left the seat. That's
3: great. Hey, this segment right now, sponsored by Comcast Business Complete Connectivity. Help your business thrive and stay connected with uh, Comcast Business Complete Connectivity Solution. One solution for wherever business takes you. Comcast Business, power and possibilities. Restrictions apply. All right, Twitter poll question of the day. We asked you today, who you'd rather see the Eagles play? If it comes down to these two teams, and it might not, but if it does, who would you rather see the Eagles play in the divisional round? A, Dallas, B, Tampa Bay. You can vote on that. Coming up next, we'll hear uh, Sirianni, his answer to Angelo about the fact, and it is a fact, the Eagles have slipped what Sirianni said about it. I'm really intrigued to get John's reaction to what Sirianni said. That's all next, plus all the calls on 94 WIP. All right, Jetta Cameron, John Ritchie, Rhea with us as well till 2. Ross Tucker joins us coming up at 1245 today. So, Sirianni, when I heard this, I thought, i got to get John's opinion on this one because, Rhea, as you know, Angelo uh, had Siriani on the show yesterday. Oh, they
2: yeah. were chummy-chummy yesterday. Boy,
3: I'll tell you what, Sirianni was in one of those zones how he gets in sometimes when he's, he's, he's feeling real good about himself.
2: Almost charming.
3: Almost, almost. We charming. We tried
2: desperately to get his dad on. His dad was sitting with him.
3: I know. I. It was. <laughs> yes. I mean, listen. I, I obviously I like Sirianni. He seems like a great guy. But he he was definitely feeling good about himself with the one. Well, and he should. He yes, should. Exactly. But he kind of he, he presented yeah, the one James, He presented it a Went little
2: fourteen and three. thick. Give oh, the guy a little, break. Chill, I'm going to give it like even thick. though I didn't like the game on Sunday. I'm going to give a coach a little you know. 24 hours to enjoy it, especially since he's got two yes. weeks.
3: He doesn't like Angelo's opinion about uh, uh, Jonathan. Oh, Cannon, it's awesome! He? I love yeah. it every time. He's not a fan. No. Which is, and Jonathan, I think Ann is very good defense coordinator. So yeah,
2: I don't. And why don't you? Uh, I don't like that. I don't trust it. I just don't trust it in a big spot. You know. And I, it. It. The. The players are it. The way he schemes them. The way he schemes them. I don't. I. You know. And and it's not. I know everybody always says. Oh, you want in the blitz all the time? Well, they're clearly doing that. There's no problem with the with you know the sat and all that. Yep. I it's it's the back end. It's just so leaky. It's I don't like that they're never up on the line against the receivers. I just think it gives them a, you know a free a free reign, and I just I'm just not a fan of it.
3: You think the teams dink and dunk them too much, and it's well, de- it's not by a, paper cuts sometimes.
2: I didn't like them, John. You referenced the Bears game that this kind of slide kind of started. Those three touchdowns that the Bears scored. Those players were wide open. I mean, there wasn't even a player around the one running back, you know, who ran it in. I just, I just, I guess the feeling is I just don't trust it in a big spot. That's all.
3: Well, look, it's obviously a big topic of conversation. And John might not be much longer because Gannon's, Probably going to get a job somewhere else as a head coach, yeah. But you know, one more week now. Before we go any further, so
4: impressive to hear him talk.
3: James waving to me, something in there. James, what do you got?
6: Yeah, so obviously, it's been uh, the Carlos Correa uh, roller coaster, yep. so to speak. We thought he was going to the Mets. Jeff Pass, in breaking news, shorts up Carlo Correa and the Minnesota Twins. Good lord, are finalizing a six year, 200 million dollar contract. Sources tell he's on the deal as a vesting option. They can max out at 270 million. Of course, it is pending a physical, as uh, has been the case. Well, for the love of God, well, hasn't that physical. been everywhere? <laughs> right. The point being that two physicals straight, the deal's yeah. not gone through. So he's putting pending a physical, obviously.
3: Pretty incredible. A guy who two organizations obviously he's failed a physical. A Different organization is going to give him 200 million. <laughs> John, 200 million for a guy who failed two physicals. Yeah. Uh, do we know the That's details wild. on the failures? No. And by the way, that is probably where HIPAA rules really do apply. Well, like we, isn't
2: it one where they think he'll fail more on the back end? And I'm going, well, do we really expect Bryce Harper to be great at the end of 13 years or Trey Turner like that? I no, but he's got to have some. He's, he's got to have well, he's
6: something. Had some in his leg. Yeah, people think it's related. Like to I that, remember but when
3: when Brandon Roy joined the NBA as a member. Portland. People said, right from the jump, this guy will not have a long career. I don't know what it was. Like, I, with you, cartilage they, it was in his a knee, knee, knee or something. It was a, knee, a yeah. degenerative thing. And it manifested. It like, was, like, literally. It was like he was great. He like, was, he was, a, a, great really he was a great player. He was a great player. And like, five or six years into his career, done. So, obviously, John, doctors are seeing something with this Correa guy. So, it makes the division easier again. Now, of course, that Mets quadruple billionaire times ten Whatever how much he has, that guy's going to turn around and give money to someone else. Although, maybe it won't be this offseason. Well, maybe there's it'll no the one next... else left. Yeah, really. yeah I was going
6: to say. that yeah. was the
3: last big name out there. Yeah, so. except to he yeah, tra- tra- trades for that Otani guy. Good you trade, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Right? Sure. Well, no, I mean, yeah. no trades. Because that sure. stuff hasn't happened yet and could. No, you're right. Certainly could. All right, we'll get to what Sirianni had to say because I want to get John's reaction to that. We'll hit that shortly. To the phones we go. If you want to react to no Correa in New York, that is uh, that is juicy, man. I mean, that this is uh, – but the scary thing is that you know the Mets will – continue to just dump millions and millions into their payroll. It's an arms race right now. And and I don't think the Phillies will be able to win that arms race, specifically to the money spent. Doesn't mean they can't win who wins at the end of the season. But, man, the Mets are going to have a major commitment to money. This, to me, if I had to guess, is honestly just a blip on their radar because they'll just pivot and give money to someone else. Let's go to Sean right now. What's up, Sean?
7: Hey, Joe, John, Rhea. How are you guys today?
3: Doing great, Sean.
7: Hey, listen, Joe. Great party Saturday. I appreciate the invite. Oh, it's awesome time. having
3: you there, man. So what? Exactly. De- what these guys don't know is it was a callers only party. And uh, yeah, it All was, right. yeah. No, Sean, it was good seeing. It was good seeing you and your family. It was It was really fun, man.
7: Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Hey, two concerns. Morning. Uh, <laughs> in... <laughs> Did you just going get that, the... James? No, 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 I Sean's reaction was funny, just being like, all yeah. right, sure, whatever. Let's, right, let's keep rolling here.
3: Talk to me. Let's go.
7: Yeah, yeah. Two concerns, and that's Steichen and Gannon going into the playoffs. Because I, I do have concerns about these two guys. If we are in a close game and it comes down to coaching, uh, I'm worried that these guys will get out-coached. Why? Uh, and that's what, uh, just because of their the, the, the way they've been calling these games, Steichen calling these games just nonsense plays, even with the pass game. Let me ask, Sean, let me, ask you,
3: let, right, let me ask you a question. Are you basing what you're saying about Steichen and, let's say, Sirianni, combine them, the offense, are you basing it on the last three games?
7: Yes, primarily. All right, so let me
3: uh, – But I think if I had a guess, you're you're basing it largely on the last three games, right? Two of those games Minshew played, so you didn't have Hurts. Right. And the third game, they were playing Hurts – but they were trying not to overexpose Hertz, so they literally did intentionally a different style of offense than they would normally do, and that they will likely do in the division round. Wouldn't you agree to that?
7: I would agree with that, but I think Steichen, his game calling in in Chicago, was a reason Hertz got hurt in the, in the first place.
3: No, it's just uh, it's so- what it's what they do. Now you might say in future years maybe they should do it less. There's certainly if if Hertz can give them a full go in the playoffs. This is not going to be let's preserve Hertz for the next 13 years. If they are three games away from winning a Super Bowl and they will be when this thing starts, if if Hertz can give them the full go, it is on,
4: fully on.
7: All right, let me give you Ganon. Because of he, Hertz he is- though.
4: It's fully on because Jalen Hurts is so good at what he does. But, Sean, I have a real problem with more with Shane Steichen than Jonathan Gannon. I think if Jonathan Gannon faces a Kyle Shanahan, then he will be outclassed because I don't think he's at that level. But, you know, we'll see. But with Shane Steichen, the fact – I talked about it earlier. The fact that we don't have these hot routes built in to protect our quarterback. An issue. Who needs protection. The fact that we don't have our wide receivers adjusting their routes when they see a blitz from the slot. Like, rather than run your route 20 yards downfield, turn and look for the ball. The fact that that stuff isn't built in, that's some, that's some rudimentary stuff. Now, I – I guess we just haven't had to use it as much because Jalen is so unique in his escapability. But I think we need to have that as a fail safe if Jalen's not quite right. And I am concerned that if we face a great defensive coordinator who watches that Giants tape and says, okay, we can heat him up because they're going to be protective of Jalen Hurts, then we won't have these other mechanisms to continue to move. John, the ball. you should
3: go ask Sirianna today. Press conference two forty five. Just head on down there, man. Just yeah. say why why no hot routes? Yo, Nick. All right, Sean, give me an answer, man. What is what's hey, Joe, a
7: joke? Hey Joe, can I give you my take on the playoffs? Sure. I, I wanna see I wanna see Dallas in here. I wanna see Dallas again at the link and watch that place go crazy. Because I, I don't want Brady. I don't want the Giants. I want Mike McCarthy, and I want. Jack Sean, That's you
3: sound God. like you sound like that dude, and I'm not ripping you. I, I I like it. You sound like that guy 40 years ago in NFL Films, Dallas, Dallas. We we hate you. We want Dallas. I think that was oh, back I in. Oh, want back? They,
7: they screwed up. They screwed up. I my, always wonder what happened to that up my guy. my Christmas Eve.
3: You know what I'm yeah, talking they about, James? my Christmas. That famous NFL Films thing. Know. Sean, give me a great answer, man. What's a joke?
7: Hey, listen. We've we've seen it in the past, and I know there's rule changes for 2023, which we'll see next month. But as we've seen it and witnessed it, the NFL Pro Bowl is a joke.
4: No
3: longer, it's done. Was a joke. I can't. I'm not gonna. That's not gonna win today. It was. I mean, we've been doing what is today. I don't think we've been having the wass. If the wass were in play now, the fact that we're gonna do like a flag football. Yeah, we just What's not. a joke? Yeah, we didn't. What is that? What is that thing they're doing now? Skills competition. For the love of God. Well, there is flag, too. I mean, I mean I I'm sure it's part of it. I don't, don't know. But they're calling it a skills competition. I mean, here, I'll, I'll tell you what is a joke, that there are alternates to a <laughs> skills <laughs> to a competition. <laughs> I mean, like, I couldn't believe that. When they announced the Pro Bowl roster, I'm like, cool. We finally have a definitive, like, 53, whatever number they come to. Like, good. I'm like, no more of this alternate stuff. And then, like, three or four days later, like, oh, Eagles got alternates. I'm like, why are there alternates? It's not even a game. Why do we have alternates?
2: Mom. Anyway, all right. Let's get. You didn't to... stand up for that, though. I heard you stand up no, earlier I... for the for the college. Oh, the National college football is a
3: joke. Uh, what, what a joke! I fell asleep at ten seven. What <laughs> a joke! We're gonna have twelve teams now. One team lost last night by fifty six points. One of the top four teams. All right, let's get to Sirianni yesterday with Angelo John. When I heard this, I thought of you, because the question is, is Sirianni focusing on the wrong thing, or is Sirianni focusing on the right thing? Is he kidding himself, or is he on point as a head coach with this answer and his approach with the squad? Or is this just public talk because he doesn't want to really tell you what he thinks? Consider all that when we listen to this answer. Here's Sirianni with Angelo. Obviously, the Eagles have been slipping. Sirianni's impression of it and what it means. Here's the exchange yesterday. The fan perception, which I share, is that right now, for the past several games, the team is not playing its best football. Do you agree and if so how big a concern is it
1: You know you're always working to get you're always working to get better and and you, you sure you'd love to to blow everybody out and and to, to get these to get huge wins and 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 I get that I understand that we know that we that we're working working through things that, you know as as far as the two losses before no excuses um in that we didn't play our best football yesterday was you know, it was it was sloppy in in some senses, and I really felt like that game could have been blown open had we finished in the red zone. That's you know, and we just got to do a better job coaching. We got to do a better job executing there, um, and and so you know what what you don't like, we're very um, um, results aware, but we're super pro. But what we really base everything on is our process. Did we go through our process that week to get better and 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 sometimes it doesn't always show in your results. I know we're working hard in practice. I know we're practicing harder than any team I've ever been on um, in this, in this league that we practice harder than everybody, everybody and any team I've ever been on. I know we meet like we meet hard, right? Our meet, our meetings are detailed. Our players are detailed. We walk through hard. And so, and I know we're committed to getting better at our core values. And so like, Sometimes the results aren't exactly what you what you expect every time out of that, but I know that we're getting better from the process that we're going through each week.
3: All right, Sean. translation. What the Eagles head coach just said is it's about
4: process, not results. And that's wrong. It is only about results, especially at this point of the season. Like right now – if your process is great heading into the divisional round and you feel really good about how hard you walked through and how hard you were meeting, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter one iota if the Bucks come in here and Tom Brady has a Tom Brady game and you go home. The results will be that you have failed. So I do think that the process matters and that their process has worked for the most part for up until the last month and there's a variety, you know some variables that factored in there but results matter more than anything right now and you can't look past the fact that your results have been poor for the last month so i i i guess what he's saying is we're just going to we're we're not going to deviate we're going to keep doing what we're doing and hope that guys get healthy and we can utilize them better than we have? I mean, I, I do think when he said no excuses, you know, for the those two games against the, the Saints and Cowboys, I do think it crossed his mind, well, hey, we had Gardner Minshew out there. Yep. He didn't want to say that. I expect this team to look better. He expects this team to look better. But it can't just be a hope based upon, hey, we walked through really hard and right. we were we were focused on details right. and meetings.
3: So here's the flip side. And, Ray, I turn to you because, mm-hmm. you know, you've heard all the coaches in the last 30 years <laughs> yes. with all the answers, um, many on the show, you know, you and Angelo and yep. Al, many in press conferences. Was this a throwaway answer by Sirianni? Like he's answering a question because he's asked the question publicly mm-hmm. and he has to provide an answer. Or gut feeling, do you think he really meant it?
2: I think he sometimes tries to over-answer. I mean, I, I really believe that. He just, um, you know, Andy gave you nothing. Chip, you know, was short and quick. Yep. Doug, Doug I thought, was the most honest. I agree. For, when, forthcoming. Forthcoming, yeah. and sometimes to his own detriment. I agree with you. I agree with that. Um, I think this is what Sirianni thinks he should say sometimes with the, the you know, like John you reference work harder, we're walking down the hallway harder and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, I but John's right. I mean, res, results at this level do matter. So the process has got to kind of be done at this point. But I just think he overanswers sometimes.
3: Yeah. I mean, here's the only thing I'll say, because John, I, I generally agree with you, but I will say this. I remember... We were about a year or two into the show. Spike Askin and I were having a conversation, our former boss. And and I don't it was not a contentious conversation, but it was something about our show and something about the possibility of me, you, us being fired. Not that he was considering it, but what could lead to it. And he said, I'm not gonna fire you if your ratings dip for a period of, you know, time, sure period of time. He wasn't saying like four years, but like if the ratings dip, he was like, I'm not gonna fire you just boom. But he said, I will fire you. If I don't think you're working at having a good show, essentially the process. So I I feel both sides of it. Look, I think when Sirianni presents what he presented yesterday. I I think it is not the wisest course of action, number one, to publicly present. And number two, I hope he's not leaning into that too much behind the scenes because it feels a little Andy McPhailish to me. If we do, we do. If we don't, we don't like screw all that. The objective is to win. Now, he, he knows that, but let's not take the eye off the ball of that. It's not about whether you practice hard on a Wednesday. It's about on Sunday when it's time to win and it's going to get really
4: real. In about 12 days or 11 days, there's a playoff game. Are you going to win or are you going to lose? Exactly. You lose to the Cowboys no. or the Bucks. Bucks yeah. Do you think we'll take solace in the fact that you had great meetings during the week? Right. Nobody's going to want to hear that. Nobody's going to want to hear that. Do you
2: think he talks like that to his players? I don't. I don't. I do
4: think he talks about the uh, commitment to the core values. Yeah, oh, I believe that. that. For sure. I think that's that's a major – I don't know. That's a, a positive approach, and I do think it's helped. But I can't imagine that the results are glossed over with these players. No. The the reality is all that matters is what you do on Sunday. And Rhea,
3: that's why I asked you, is it just an answer for the public because he's asked a question he's got to come up with an answer. I
2: do. And I just think he, he, you know, he goes on and on and on sometimes.
3: Sometimes he does. Let's go to Scott and King of Prussia. What's up, Scott?
0: Hey, guys. Greetings. Hi. Greetings, Scott. Greetings. Greetings. Um, I think Sirianni's making a mistake in his evaluation of Driscoll. Um, I think we've seen what he's capable of, and, you know, you'd think he'd be getting a little bit better the more he plays. You know, the argument, you play a little bit more, you get better. But he's I think he's team actually teams. playing worse. I think he's playing worse.
4: Well, when teams start picking on him, yeah. Uh, yep. I, I I I've been surprised that they've been unwilling to – make that switch to having Dillard in there at left tackle and Maialata at right tackle. I think you, you've you got a better right tackle. I, maybe it'll help Maialata out. I don't know. Maybe a change of scenery a little bit will get him in gear because he hasn't been as good as he needs to be. And I can't imagine that Andre Dillard would, would be out there getting, uh, you know, owned the way that... I really...
0: Uh, I really think that Lane's going to try. He's going to give it a go, but Physically yeah. he's like he's likely gonna fail. I think so. And yeah. I'm concerned that this this move of not of leaving Driscoll out there and not switching mulata over to right tackle and Diller to left tackle, that might be something we point to the same way that Joe can point to um you know, Philly's manager yeah. um making the mistake that he made. You know. Well, it's still think? it's
3: still unbelievable. Listen, we all love Rob Thompson, love him, but it's still unbelievable that he made what in my opinion was the second worst decision by a Philadelphia coach or manager in my lifetime. And I think it directly led to the Phillies losing the World Series. They might have lost it anyway, but I just can't believe he took Zach Wheeler out of that game. What was the first? Mitch Williams going in the oh. <laughs> game six ninety three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean just yeah. and I love Mitch, but his arm was not working. Man. And it, it just, it was not, it was not warranted.
4: I just can't imagine why you wouldn't want to see what Andre Dillard has to offer. I, I definitely you
2: know? do because hasn't he always been better coming in when he knows he's starting? Like he's, he's struggled when you throw, have to throw him into a game. But I thought he's right been, tackle. yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Been decent when he knows he's starting. All right, Scott, give me a great, pass protector, give me a that's great, what we need help with. Scott, a big answer, man. What's a joke?
5: Real
0: quick, real quick, Joe, with your sleep study. Hmm. Um, I had that done too. Um, there's a good chance that you'll be getting a CPAP. I see a CPAP in your future. That's a picture that you have to promise that you'll take and pass on
3: to the public. Well, for us. <laughs> so here's the deal, you're right, but I tend to think I I won't qualify for it. I don't think that's my issue. I think my issue okay. with sleep is I make a lot of bad choices before sleep. I'm I'm consuming electronics. So my eyes are being blared by light i my brain is very active i got to find a way to just turn my brain off a little bit in the final hour
0: i think james and john have told you a million times read a book no i i I know i know the best way to go to
3: bed so good but i I, every
6: every every night i i eat
3: i i also go past i think the natural sleep cycle of when i should sleep so then you or it's too late and then it's like, oh, I missed my moment and now you know, I Don't and, you think you're overthinking this?
4: You've told no. us many times the only reason you read in the tub is because you fall asleep everywhere else that you yeah, read. Yeah, like right. literally. So read in your bed. Yes, and fall asleep. I'll consider
3: it. Yep. Scott, <laughs> Scott, give me an answer. What's a joke?
0: Uh, a joke is the prevent defense, which prevents nothing.
3: I it sometimes it does, sometimes it helps you. It worked the other day perfectly. Perfectly. The Eagles let the other team go down the field. They burned they burned time off the clock. All the Eagles had to do was get an onside game. They recovered it. The game was over. Sometimes it works really good. Hey, Ross Tucker joins us next. How concerned he is about the Birds as it pertains to the Cowboys, the Bucs, San Francisco, Chiefs and Bills loom. And we'll talk to Ross about it all next. Show sure to Cameron, John Rich on WIP.